Welcome to the Geniuses of Copywriting Podcast, a peek into the minds and strategies of the world's greatest copywriters, marketers, and persuasion experts. And now, here's your host, Brian Cassangina. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Geniuses of Copywriting Podcast. Um, I'm really thrilled today to introduce a really exciting guest to you. So, um, uh, some of you may have seen uh, this guy around, but uh, 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 you all know who the uh, person is who uh, he started out with now. Um, uh, we were talking about this, uh, Caleb, at the, at the event here, here in Poland, and that there's a, a few people sort of claiming to be, uh, you know, Halbert protégés, and there's uh, a lot more of them than there are genuine ones. But I'm, I'm uh, uh, privileged and honoured to have... Uh, uh, a genuine Halbert protege on the on the line today. So, were, were you the first Halbert protege? I was not. Um, I do not know who was first, but I know that uh, you know. I, I I know who the big names were, and and you know they were Scott Haynes, uh, yeah. Sam Markowitz, yeah. um, uh, myself. Uh, Amit Sunesia was was with Gary for a while as well. Uh, and and those I, I know that there were another kind of couple, but I don't uh, mm. remember what their names were, and they were not kind of big figures per my my relationship with Gary. They were they were kind of temporary guys that came in for a few weeks or whatever and left. But oh, yeah. the, guys, the guys that really got the 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 living <laughs> Halbert <laughs> were Scott Haynes, uh, Sam Markowitz, Amit Sunesia, and myself. Yeah, yeah. So that's. Uh, um... Those guys are really interesting. I studied Scott Haynes stuff quite a bit too. But we're here to talk about you. Um, everybody on the, in this call is mostly copywriters and entrepreneurs. And, you know, we all know who Gary Halbert is and the fact that he had protégés. But uh, um, where, did, uh, where did you come from and how did you get started into this whole world? Well, I, I'm from Ireland, as I'm sure people can guess from my accent. And uh, <laughs> I, I left school... I was a bit of a, 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 a tearaway teenager and, you know, school and all that kind of good stuff was not mm. for me. So I actually <laughs> left school. I left high school uh, at the age of 16, midway through high school, I became a carpenter and uh, quickly realized that, you know, hammering nails in the freezing cold Irish winter was not my idea of <laughs> yeah. a dream life. So my uh, older brother, John, um, you know, John and I, John essentially said, hey, listen, we're going to we're going to become entrepreneurs. We're going to start a business. And, uh, you know, I have John had a had a huge career as a very high ranking guy in Dell computers for about 12 years. And John said to me, hey, I, I, I'm, you know, really good at business at running teams and operations and systematizing everything. What are you good at? <laughs> and I said, well, uh, pretty much nothing. And his whole thing was, all right, well, look, if we're going to get into business, you got you to gotta pull your weight. So, uh, you know, we got we to gotta get you a mentor. We got to get you qualified in something. And we ultimately decided on direct marketing. And uh, the only thing I was pretty good at in school was, was writing. And uh, John said, okay, well, look, if that's, if that's the only lifeline you have here <laughs> to make you then uh, how about, you know, we, we go get you uh, a mentor in, in copywriting. And uh, it was John that actually, you know, threw a whole bunch of Gary Halbert newsletters on the, the mm. kitchen table of our home there and, uh, and said, hey, you need to go and, uh, and, and, and make this guy your mentor. 
So, um, so I going straight to the top, no messing around. No messing around, not no at all. No fucking around at all. Yeah. <laughs> so I had been reading a book that John got me, got me at the time. It was uh, it was either it was either Thinking Grow Rich from Napoleon Hill or else one of Napoleon Hill's other books. But yeah. in one of those books, he told a story about some guy whose name I cannot remember, but he wanted to get a job with um, with Thomas Edison. The guy who invented the light bulb. Yeah, so yeah, he, no, sorry. It was thinking garbage you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So he sent him a letter, you know, asking for a job, and Thomas Edison politely declined. And the guy kept sending letters, and he just became relentless and essentially, you know, tormented Thomas Edison. And Thomas Edison stopped responding to him, and then eventually he just turned up at Thomas Edison's door, and. Mm -hmm. You know, he essentially, you know, won Thomas Edison over, got the job and ended up becoming uh, a partner of Thomas Edison's. So I remember thinking to myself, all right, well, you know, I can torment someone. <laughs> so I, uh, I ended up literally tormenting Halbert. I, I, I called him every day. I sent him emails. I sent him printed letters. And I just was relentless on, on several occasions. He told me to F off and don't ever call me. <laughs> Uh, I, I just kept going. I just kept emailing him and calling him and sending him letters. And eventually he snapped and, uh, and said, listen, I'm going to give you three weeks of my time that I never want to see you again. <laughs> and uh, the caveat is you got to send me a check for $19,000. Hmm. I was like 20 years of age at the time. I was an out of work carpenter. I didn't have 19 euros, let alone 19 <laughs> But uh, I hung up the phone, I called my brother John, and John went and actually remortgaged his home and uh, got wow. the $19,000 and sent me to Miami for three weeks. And uh, at the end of three weeks, Halbert was like, hey, you know, you're not going back to Ireland, you're going to come and work with me. And, uh, and I, I said, well, look, I'm broke. <laughs> and he said, no worries, you can come and sleep on a pump up mattress. And in the office, he had a an apartment and one of the rooms in his apartment he had converted into a, a work at home office. Yeah. And, uh, I ended up sleeping on a pump up mattress, uh, on the floor of his work at home office, uh, for about two years. And then eventually I actually moved into an apartment of my own in the same building as his. And, uh, and I stayed in that apartment for a year. So in total, uh, I was pretty much 24 seven shoulder to shoulder with Halbert for about three years. And uh, he got me into John and I, he got us into direct mail. Um, you know, we, we ended up, you know, having a, a very, very successful, uh, very large health supplement business in direct mail for many years, maybe about 10 or 12 years. Uh, we then got into newspaper advertising. I was constantly writing newspaper ads for Gary uh, and then John and I got into newspaper advertising. We became, for about maybe three or four years there, maybe the largest newspaper advertisers in uh, in America. Wow. We got into CPA marketing from there. Our first foray into internet marketing. Uh, you know, we had a, a very very significant business in the CPA marketing space before we realized what a what an awful business model that is. <laughs> and uh, and we just kept going, man. We been doing webinars and coaching and consulting masterminds i do a lot of video sales letters i do a lot of webinars we do a lot of facebook uh activities and yeah. uh, i know where i am today that's how i got started that's my backstory and that's that's where i'm at 
<laughs> yeah, I noticed that uh, um, uh, you're one of the guys who um, who I've studied a bit for, for the way you do webinars and, and the way you do Facebook uh, as well, your your group of ROI tips, which uh, um, which we'll touch on a bit later, you know, is, is uh, one of the few Facebook groups that uh, actually provides some some real value and it's not some thinly vowed sales pitch that uh, is just a customer getting device. It's one of the one of the good groups around. So uh, awesome. I was certainly wanting to model the way you do that. Thanks, man. Yeah, good stuff. So um, uh, living with uh, with Gary must have been pretty interesting. It's uh, a great tragedy that I actually never got to meet uh, the man himself um, because, uh, you know, I'd certainly would have loved to have him on this show. Um, but, uh, um, uh, you know, he is one of the guys who we've all studied and, and uh, so many of the marketing principles that we learn from other people now um, uh, actually originated with him. So... Um, what, 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 what's one thing that, uh, that he passed uh, on to you that, that really stuck and has, has really uh, made a big difference in the, in the way that you market? Well, you know, it, it's, it's interesting. I, I, I get asked that question a lot. And, and if you were to maybe hear, you know, some of my answers over the years, it, you know, they would, they would, they would have changed, um, you know, because as I kind of grow, in this game and, and, you know, I advance in my own career. I, I, I develop new perspectives on things, but yeah. ultimately I think the greatest thing that I learned from Gary Halbert was how to think. Um, mm. Gary was, uh, you know, a lot more than anybody knew he was. Um, you know, if you only had an understanding of Gary through his newsletters, you actually, you know, you, 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 he poured his heart and soul into his newsletters. So you did get to know a lot about him, yeah. but didn't really get to understand who he truly was. Um, he was a genius. Uh, he really was a marketing and advertising genius. And really what I got from him was how to think. He was a strategic thinker. A lot of people think that, you know, he was a copywriter in his own mind, he used the word copywriter because very few people could understand what he was really doing. Mm. Uh, privately, he would call it, you know, he would tell me that he was a social engineer. Mm. And, you know, to kind of bring that term down to uh, maybe layman's terms, you know, he was an incredible strategic thinker. He was the guy that could figure out, you know, how to sell snow to Eskimos hmm. in large volume. And, hmm. and you know, that he was, there was never a problem that he could not solve. There was never a marketing challenge that he could not overcome. There was never a product uh, that he could not sell. And, and, you know, anybody who's kind of in the game for a very long time uh, understands that that's, that's a very rare thing. It's, it's, a, mm. it's a very, very rare thing. So he was a strategic thinker. He was always switched on. He was always masterminding things. He was always planning, uh, strategizing. And I guess really the largest, uh, not the largest, but maybe the, 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 the most, if we're to stick to business, because I, I ended up living with him for three years. So, you know, we ended up, you know, talking about life and family and money and business and friends and relationships and health and, and all of that kind of stuff. But if we're just stick to business, I would say that I would say that I learned, 
through osmosis of just being around him how to think how to view marketing how to perceive things how to um how to take an idea and and see an opportunity and and uncover a path for for turning that idea into into uh, a successful business you know he always talked in terms of concepts and he told me that you know the the beginners are always focused on the tips and the tricks yeah and the the professionals are focused on the tactics and the strategies but the true masters the alchemists out there they deal in concepts and principles mm. because they're universal tips and tricks by the time the average joe on the street gets to learn about them they're already old yeah uh, tactics and strategies have a time limit on them you know just go ask anybody uh you know who was doing seo 10 years ago if the same tactics and strategies still yeah. work they do not uh so tactics and strategies have their have a window of opportunity in which you can uh avail of them but principles and concepts are timeless they're also uh they 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 are uh infinite in their application so gary was a guy that focused exclusively on principles and concepts he did use tactics and strategies tips and tricks but his whole thing was based on concepts and principles and as a result he was the type of guy that could on one day you know sell a health supplement on the other day sell a newsletter on the other day sell some gadgets uh you know for for helping you get to sleep and then on another day he could launch a coffee business and he could yeah. do it in newspapers he could do it in direct mail he could do it via tv radio magazines the internet and uh it was all because of these universal principles and concepts and and because of his ways of of thinking and strategizing and uh and and I got that from him um I got it uh as I said through osmosis just through being with him every single day for 3 years watching him plan and and march through just a countless number of of different projects and different businesses you know leveraging mm. a variety of different marketing channels and I think that that's that that understanding i'm excuse me i'm going to switch off my skype here apologies uh, uh that understanding of 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 principles and concepts uh mixed with you know uh uh a deep understanding of how to just strategize projects mm -hmm. and businesses is is really what i think set me up for life from that point forward yeah and um but, but there's no doubt that um what you learned for Gary and uh, and uh, uh yeah I I definitely agree that being out uh, being able to think in the right way is all encompassing you know you can you can uh, um put your mind to anything like like you were saying Gary could sell anything there's no doubt about that um <clears throat> the way you learned that from him through osmosis like just being uh, working with him um there's no doubt that you've sort of uh, uh how, how do I say this like um uh through your own filters uh, come up with your your own interpretations of the way ways Gary uh would do things like uh, um I'm just I was just thinking as you were talking you know a lot of people would probably assume that um you know uh you're doing the you know Facebook uh groups and webinars the, the way Gary would be doing them if uh, uh if if he was doing them now and while that's probably not far from the truth no doubt there's sort of your own personal twist in the way that uh, 
the way that uh, uh, you've taken Gary's lessons and, and expanded on them in, in what you're doing now. So would you say that would be the case? Well, I, I, what I, I think to be true is that if you understand the, the you know, high-level principles of marketing and advertising, you're in a position to be an originator. You're in a position to be a, uh, a person who develops new things. And the reason why you're able to do that is because, you know, as I said, it's just these principles and concepts. I, I'm actually thinking of writing a book. I'll probably never get around to it. But the book will well, be called <laughs> The Principles of Alchemy. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it's just, it, it's really that, you know, like it's, it, when you understand, um, like, like he never taught me this. I put my own term on it, but it, it, it KLT, KLT stands for no like and trust. So, you know, Gary would have used different terminology yeah. uh, to talk about things like that. Like he would talk about being human. Uh, he talked about like, hey, one of the, large, the, the, the the most effective things you can do in advertising is is try and be as human as possible. Yeah. And there, you know, like this is a, a principle. It's a it's a it, now this isn't a kind of a strategic planning principle, but it is an advertising principle. If you read a lot of his ads, um, you know, they're very human. They're very real. They're very raw. You know, if you just read one of his newsletters and you'll see exactly what. Uh, I mean there, you know, he's, he's very human, he's very raw, he's very real. And when you can take that to any form of advertising, you're going to stand out massively from the crowd. Um, but, you know, so if, but it, it goes much deeper than that. It, the, the whole idea is people buy from those they know, like, and trust. Yeah. And if you know how to apply that principle, if you take it as a principle, not just like some little tip that flows over your head, you're going to be able to develop new campaigns. You're going to be able to develop new strategies. You're going to be able to develop new uh, ways of selling people that are all based on uh, KLT. So like I have a Facebook campaign. I, there's, there's just nothing out there like it. And it's, it's, it's crushing it on cold traffic uh, with ROIs that are, that are they're just unheard of. And the whole mm. thing, the whole thing is based on KLT. It's all about bringing people who don't know me from Adam into a group. And over a uh, 16-day period, you build this massive, strong bond, this, this very deep relationship uh, with those people. And then you sell them into, uh, in my case, I sell them into a high-ticket coaching program. And no one is doing that. Nobody is doing that at all. And, you know, the guys that see me doing that are, are you know, they're like, oh, my God, how did, like, where did you get this? This is the most impressive thing I've ever seen. And it, it comes out of a, a depth of knowing what these principles are, this principle of KLT, be as human as, possi be as, human as possible, uh, you know, build a relationship with people, get them to know you, like you, and trust you before you sell them something. And it's very different to what everybody else is doing out there right now, because what everybody's doing is they're trying to take someone who doesn't know anything about them at all. And they're trying to shove a product down their throat mm. and get them to buy ASAP. And what's ending up happening is, you know, these guys can't compete uh, because the cost of traffic is going up. The skepticism in the marketplace is going up. Uh, resistance to uh, selling is at an all time high. So 
um, it, it, it's, I, I'm not sure what Gary would do. You know, I, I know that he would apply the same principles, but he was a genius, you know? So, mm. I mean, he, he would, he would probably do it on a level far greater than, than maybe what I'm doing right now. But I guess that's a kind of a bit of an example of how you can take one principle, this principle of know, like, and trust, this understanding that people only buy from those they know, like, and trust. Mm breakthrough concept it's a breakthrough principle and when you know that and you understand that and you understand that that is a, a, a key step in the sales process then you can start to develop your own campaigns uh, you start to invent campaigns that are based around those principles and then everybody else will turn around and say that you're you're brilliant that you're after mm. something new and exciting but in your own mind, it's not really that new. It's not really that exciting. It's just based on a principle, a high-level principle of, 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 of alchemy, you know? Yeah, and I can see that, uh, um, that you really embody this principle when, when I've seen you do Facebook Lives, and especially in, on your webinars. You know, we really feel like uh, we're getting to know you, getting to like, like, like you and trust you when you go through, um, uh, especially the whole process on, on the webinar. And that uh, was, a, was a case as well when you did your presentation uh, in, in Poland that recently, um, you know, you did the same thing. So um, I could definitely see that, uh, that coming to the fore. But um, one, one of the things that uh, I think happens a lot is people have heard this principle of, uh, of uh, maybe not uh, um, uh, described in such, so as well as you have, but they've heard, the, they've heard of the idea and, and they just kind of disregard it. So is that one of the areas where people mess this up when they're trying to um, be as human as possible with their markets or is there something else is there one thing they kind of screw up all the time um i'm not sure if there's one thing they kind of screw up all the time i i you know like the reason why i think you know i i had i didn't have a luxury to i didn't have the luxury with halbert to disregard anything that came out of his mouth mm. um I, I think a lot of people are in a position today where they read an article or they read a little post or something, they get a good idea and they say to themselves, wow, that's a good idea. And then they get distracted by 101 things going on in their business and that idea gets gets thrown away. Yeah. I had that luxury. Anything that Halbert told me, it was it needed to be done, you know, by 2 p.m. that day. Mm. And, 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 and it needed to be done, you know, several, like across hundreds of projects. Uh, so it was, it was essentially beaten into me, like every one of these principles, all of these concepts um, that I learned from Gary were everything that we were doing seven days a week, working for dozens of clients, at ex you know, all at the same time. So I never had the luxury to kind of listen to him and, and disregard or get distracted by some other stuff. It was just instilled in me. It was ingrained in everything that we were doing on a, on a daily basis. And uh, I think maybe that's, you know, the, the power of, of kind of, you know, being with somebody of that level and, and having that kind of workload, you know, he was, he was the type of guy that if you sent him a large check, he, he didn't care. <laughs> he'd, he'd sell whatever you wanted him to sell. Um, you know, as long as it was a, an ethical thing to do, hmm. uh, but, um, and as a result, we just ended up working on so many different projects all at the same time. So I, I don't, I can't say that I think that people make a mistake with that. I, I either think that people don't know that at all, mm. which I think is most common, 
and and maybe the people that do know it don't regard it in 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 such a high way that that, that they really sit down and ponder it and and I, I guess that's probably the difference yeah yeah people just uh, um, dismissing the uh, the principle as as uh, something uh, you know maybe uh, um, a face-to-face salesperson might do but uh, uh, as you've shown uh, with your stuff it's so important in in written copy in webinars and what, that kind of stuff so um, yeah I can really see that at work here you should it's it's a breakthrough idea make a friend of your prospect before you make a customer of your prospect hmm. uh, and if you work on that your sales will explode it's, it's just as simple as that. If you take the time to just work on the relationship first, it's kind of like one step back to take 10 steps forward. Um, yeah. And people do it. Everybody's in a rush to bully people into buying. Um, but yeah, we want to make that sell. Yeah. And, but the thing is, is that, you know, it's, 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 you know, I got to be careful here because, uh, you know, I, it, it, it's not that I, there's different strategies for different jobs, but the reality of the modern world is that social media has taken over the modern marketing world. Mm. Social media has taken over and that's changed everything, whether people realize it or not. Marketing today is not the same as marketing 20 years ago. Um, What's changed is that everybody has become social. We're trained to connect with people. We're trained to, you know, know who they are and, 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 you know, and, and see who they are. And if you're not like going with that, that, you know, that current, if you're trying to go against it with your marketing, if you're trying to say, Hey, you don't need to know me at all. uh, You just need to give me your money. You're going against the the grain Mm. because Mm. people are, being programmed with social media to look up everybody to to search for the relationship to search for the connection and if you're not giving them that connection if you're not giving them that relationship you're just you're you know it's it's kind of like you're going down with 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 a ship you're sinking because you know here's a fact of life uh as i as i mentioned i I kind of feel like i'm repeating myself here now brian i apologize but Cost of traffic is never going down. Never. Mm. It's never, ever, ever going down. Number one. Number two, skepticism is never going away. It's only increasing. Mm. Never, ever going away. It's only increasing. Resistance to hard selling is at an all-time high. It's never going to reverse. It's never going to hit a ceiling and turn around and everybody is going to become extremely, you know, open to being sold again. So these are facts of life. And the, the strategy of, you know, trying to take somebody and bully them into a sale immediately is the way that it was working 20 years ago. But social media has changed that now. Everybody's searching for a connection. Everybody's searching for a relationship. And if, you know, the, the proof is in the pudding. I do, I do straight up selling on cold traffic uh, in a variety of different ways. And it just does not work at anywhere near as, as taking the time to first build a relationship. If I take 16 days to, um, to work on the relationship before selling people, my conversion rates on cold traffic 
eclipse anything I've ever heard from anybody else running color traffic advertising. It, it, we're just getting such outrageously explosive ROIs um, that the proof is in the pudding. You don't even have to, like, it's not even Caleb, you know, spouting, you know, info. <laughs> Uh, the proof is just in the ROI, you yeah, know, the, yeah. it's just that it, it, it's explosive. Taking the time to develop KLT, develop that know, like, and trust factor before you sell people is an explosive thing to do. Yeah, that's really poignant for me because you know, when I started learning about direct marketing 15 years ago, you know, it was, uh, the internet was uh, very much in its infancy, but, uh, um, <clears throat> you know, I was learning a lot of stuff uh, about uh, um, direct mail and uh, uh, toll-free recorded messages, generating leads that way through through newspaper ads and stuff. And, and the whole idea behind it was that uh, you know uh, um, you can that they used to say you can make money in the dark. You know, you just use these tools to to sell your first product on the front end, which uh, is often hundreds of dollars. And and uh, you know you don't need to talk to any of your customers. You, uh, your customers don't have to know anything about you, um, uh, and the, and the fact that uh, you know this mis this uh, mysteriousness of not being well known by your market uh, actually added to uh, you know um, your selling power. But uh, but uh, um, from what you've just been through, and I can see that that's uh, uh, very much the reality now. The opposite is true. Um, the better they know you, the the more sales you make. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's kind of, it's, it's one of many principles that, that, you know, um, is a part of everything I do. Um, you know, it, 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 it's just really, I, I, it's just one of the, of the, the keys to success, especially I think in the modern world. Anyway, I think we've, we've effectively murdered that one there, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was good. That was, uh, that was really good stuff. Um, I think everyone can uh, really learn a lot from that um, because, you know, I've certainly seen a lot of ads and campaigns where, um, you know, they're just going for the, uh, the sale on the front end and there's no um, attempt at, uh, at getting to know you, which is why Facebook groups are, are, are such a powerful um, tool for getting to know people and, uh, and doing that process that you've mentioned a couple of times um, before you even try and sell them something. Well, here's, here's something interesting that I think, you know, a lot of people will, will, will uh, enjoy. You know, we are running these uh, Facebook campaigns, converting cold traffic in, in, in very significant volume right now. And one of the things that we are learning, uh, one of the most exciting things that we're seeing is that when you take that time to build a relationship with your tribe, what ends up happening is not only do you convert uh, on the front end better than, uh, at least in my own experience, not only have, uh, am I converting better than I've ever converted on cold traffic, yeah. uh, the email list that I get, the people that don't buy that first product, it's interesting, they're, they're not quite as profitable as a customer list, but they are very, very... Uh, close to being as profitable as a customer list. Now I'll hmm. back up and kind of give context for that. Let's say that you have, uh, you know, let's say that you have 50,000 prospects on your email list that know you, okay, that know you and that like you and trust you. Yeah. Let's say that you have 
5,000 customers. And let's say you send a promotion to both your 5,000 uh, customers and your 50,000 prospects. Usually, in my experience, you will get uh, a, a similar quantity of sales from both categories. So let's just say, for example, and I'm just making up the math here, let's say you get 100 sales from your 5,000 customers. You'll get an additional 100 sales from your 50,000 prospects. Hmm. That means that the conversion rates on a list that knows you, in my experience, you need 10 times more prospects to get the same quantity of sales as you would get from a customer list. Now, here's the thing. When you focus on KLT, the same 50,000 prospect will convert if you focus on building the relationship as the primary goal of getting them in the door. You build a relationship and after you've got a really warm, awesome relationship, then you sell them something. Yeah. That 50,000 prospect list can generate three, four, even five times more sales. Wow. That same prospect list can generate three, four, even five times more sales. So the email list, if you're thinking in terms of building a very, very significant business, if you're thinking in terms of, you know, positioning your business to be as lucrative as it can possibly be, then one of the best things that you can develop is a simple thing called patience. Take the time, go through, put in the energy, invest the time, energy, and effort to starting that relationship with your prospect first. And if you do that first, even if they don't buy the first product that you have to offer, that email list will be many, many times more profitable for you than your competitor's email list will be. Hmm. And this is how you develop a red hot buyer orientated prospect list. It's all based on KLT. And I'm sorry now to be, to be continued to harp on about it, but yeah. it's just like, there's so many facets of, of KLT and how like by implementing this in your business that it can, it can really, really grow your business in, in a variety of different ways. But the interesting thing, everybody who knows what I do with, with those Facebook groups, that whole campaign that we've been talking about, everybody's blown away by how much, uh, in the, the ROI that these campaigns generate. My mind is not exclusively there. My mind is, yeah, but that's only the tip of the iceberg. The real money is in the list that I have from that point forward. Yeah. Because those guys know me, like me, and trust me. And therefore, anything I recommend to them from that point forward is going to be met with, you know, very, very high conversion rates. Mm. Mm. And that's a, that's really the point that people want to get to. But I think um, often we want to skip the uh, the uh, the work that we need to do with building that relationship because because you know if we it, it's not true, but it seems like you know if we do something to build a relationship, we don't. There's no immediate payoff with that. So, but it's very uh, um, it's very good that you mentioned that you need patience, which is uh, you know something that, uh, that we lack sometimes. I've certainly lacked it at many times in my life. It's never been my strong point, but, uh, um, well, but uh, that's a very good point. Yeah, when I say patience, I mean, you know, I, I'm recouping all of my traffic costs plus a very, very significant profit 
in 16 days. Yeah. You know, with, with that campaign. So I, I want to be clear in terms of patience, not like you know, you've got to wait 12 months or something. Um, mm. It's just about taking the time to provide value, support people in terms of what they're trying to achieve. Uh, you know, giving them solutions to their biggest frustrations and problems, and uh, and and just being an all-around outstanding person. You know, and if you just take the time to do that, it'll. You know, in in, in what I'm doing there, it takes 16 days. There's other models. There's other business models where it's 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 immediate, in the sense that the two can coincide. So I have like a uh, another KLT uh, model, business model that's based on KLT, and the whole thing is is uh, is is smart in terms of its execution. So um, you know, it's 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 all based around uh, you know, actually we're we're kind of doing it here in the sense that like podcasting, podcast traffic, you know, is very, very valuable traffic. You yeah. know, when you bring, uh, when someone brings you onto their podcast and, uh, you know, they give you a platform to talk and present uh, who you are and what you do and how you do it for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 60 minutes. And, uh, you know, inevitably there's a, you know, a recommendation to go check out a link at the end of the podcast. Anybody who listens to you for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 60 minutes, and then goes and signs up for your email list, that person is already warmed up. They're mm. already warmed up. That, that's very different than someone that's never seen or heard of you before. You put them on an email list, and then your emails are full of extraordinarily high-value content content that people can take, make money with, you know, actionable yeah. uh, advice or, or whatever it may be, excuse me, like if you're in the health space, whatever, uh, you know, actionable, valuable content. If you are providing that in every email that goes out the door, you, what you're doing is you're taking a warm prospect and you're turning them red hot. And at the bottom of every one of those emails, you can promote an offer. Because here's the thing, when you have the, the higher your KLT is, the higher the know, like, and trust factor is with the people you serve, the less aggressive you have to be with your advertising, the more casual you can be with your advertising because you don't need to bully people. You don't need to force people. You don't need to squeeze them and, and you know, like deadlines and all of this kind of stuff and scarcity. Yeah and frightening them into giving you their money. You don't have to do that. Why? Because they don't need it. They're already warm. They're already receptive. They already think you're, you know, the greatest thing since nice bread. So all you have to do is just offer them a solution that is exactly what it is that they need. And what you've got is a really warmed up list uh, that, you know, is receiving tremendous value from you that is open and receptive to purchasing everything that you have to recommend. And in that way, you don't have to be a super copywriter. You don't have to be a brilliant marketer. You just have to get the concepts right. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's really powerful because uh, um, uh, if we all um, did that a little bit better, I think we'd, we'd all do a lot better with, with our lists um, instead of trying to skip that and go straight for the buck. But because, uh, 
um, while you were talking, I was just thinking, you know, uh, about all the email lists that I've signed up for it, um, in the past, including yours. And, and uh, I'm thinking, you know, I didn't sign up uh, for the email list to be on an email list or to be in a funnel. I signed up here to uh, learn something and get some value and, and get some good products and, uh, and hear from you uh, uh, to get to know that I can trust you. So um, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. And I, I guess to finish that point, you know, you can be selling from every email. You can be selling from the very first email. Yeah. Uh, and, but it, 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 it's always in the context of putting the relationship first. Yeah, for sure. And I think um, the best way to, to learn about this is to learn by um, example. And uh, uh, the, the place that comes to mind for learning by example from that is your Facebook group. Like I was saying, you know, I meant every word I said, you know, uh, it's one of the, uh, the best groups um, that I've been in. So let's talk about that. Um, you have a uh, URL for the, for the Facebook group? Uh, yeah, so if, if you know, I mean, it's it, so if everybody wants to check out everything I've just described and everything I'm up to there, you can go to roitips.com and uh, and sign up there, and you know, you will receive some of the very very best tactics, strategies, principles, concepts, you know, marketing and advertising advice that I have to offer anyway, all for free. Yeah. But the whole purpose of that is all based around a relationship. So, you know, you, you will get the link to a Facebook group and all of that kind of good stuff. Um, so, I mean, if people wanted to go there then, then, and, and see everything that I'm describing there and see everything that I'm doing, uh, you can sign up there. And I, I would challenge you to uh, let me know if you have found anybody that provides value on that level, uh, anybody else that provides yeah. on that level, I would love to to see who they are. So if, if anybody wants to go check it out, roitips.com, you can see everything I'm doing there. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, um, uh, this is what I'm talking about. Seeing, seeing what you're doing in action, um, you know, in the Facebook group, ROI Tips and roitips.com as well. Um, I have really have to strongly recommend everybody uh, joins the Facebook group and also uh, first go to the uh, roitips.com and sign up there. Um, uh, the content that you send out and the webinars that you do are, are quite valuable and uh, they're a great study in the art of selling uh, in this way, building a relationship first, giving uh, more value than anybody else. Um, and then uh, if, if we so choose, then we can uh, invest in products as well. So um, that's a great place to, to see all this in action. Oh, so thank you for uh, sharing that, Caleb. It's been... Uh, uh, extremely valuable. You know, there's plenty of stuff uh, uh, here that I'm going to go and work on. You know, I've got, to, got a, a, a book full of notes here myself. Um, and uh, um, I can't wait for everybody to hear this uh, episode of the show. So I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, thanks for agreeing to this. You are a true genius of copywriting. Oh, thank you very much, Brian. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Geniuses of Copywriting with Brian Casagina. To get the full transcript and all the resources mentioned on today's show, go to www.geniusesofcopywriting.com now.